Hola amigos and welcome to the Add to Houston Admigos podcast, a podcast for young professionals in the marketing and advertising industry who are learning to navigate their way in their early careers. I am Guido Falcone, immediate past president of Add to Houston, joined today by my co-host. Hi, I'm Raven. I'm the events coordinator for Add to Houston. And as always, our producer, Jacob D'Antone. Hello, from across the room. Today, we are joined by Megan Nelson. She is the AAF District 10 Ad2 representative. She is also the past president of Ad2 Amarillo, which I insist should be pronounced Amarillo. She is also the founder of Set Club. Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Yeah. Nice to be here. Uh, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, you know, you had such a... You have such a presence in the in the District 10 Club. Um, you know, you're always involved in everything. So I, I wanted to talk to you. We wanted to talk to you about your experiences uh, and all that stuff that you've been doing for it. So we're very happy to finally get to talk to you. <laughs> it's been um, an adventure for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, before we get started, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe how you got involved with AAF and that too? So um, I'm actually originally from Lubbock, so born and raised in Lubbock, Texas, which is um, just about 100 miles south of Amarillo. And then I came up to this little town called Canyon um, in 2015 when um, I came to college here. There's a college called West Texas A&M, and they have a really cool um, advertising and public relations media communications program. And I just fell in love with it up here. I love Canyon. I love Amarillo. And the, the Texas Panhandle is kind of its own little world. So I decided to stay. I've been here ever since. I first joined AAF Amarillo in 2018, when I was just fresh out of college. Um, I was working for immediate past pres- or immediate past Governor Stephanie Price at the time. Um, and... So she was obviously really involved in AAF and AAF Amarillo. Um, And so anytime she couldn't go, she would just send me in her place. Really, I fell in love with the idea. Um, We'll talk about this a little bit more later, but in Amarillo, it's really about who you know. And so I really liked the idea of, oh, okay, you know, here's this group of people who, if I ever decide um, to get a new job or need a a recommendation or anything like that, that they'll kind of be my network. So I joined in 2018, and then in the summer of 2019, I decided to join their board. So I joined as their um, communications, social, and web chair because that was just one chair at the time. And I went to the board retreat, or not board retreat, the club officer training, which was in, I think, in Dallas that year. It's normally in Dallas. Yeah, typically. Um, And I heard... Oh, gosh. I don't even remember who it was. I heard someone talk about Ad 2 um, and about kind of how it's the bridge between AAF and college and, and the young part, like the young networking of it and, and the public service portion of it. And I had just finished an SAC. Um, and so I really liked that idea. And so I went to our president at the time and I said, hey, I want to, I want to, do add two, let's do an add two. And he just kind of looked at me and said, oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, you got this. <laughs> you want to do this, go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so then this really fun little worldwide pandemic happened. Oh, right. Um, I, I didn't hear about this. 
Uh, yeah, it was uh, wild. But, was um, but um, that kind of delayed us a little bit. But Ad Two Amarillo is doing great now. Um, I'm immediate past president. Our um, new president, Haley Matlack, has been with me since the very beginning. And so I'm really excited to see what she does with it. But in general, I just got involved. Hmm. I got involved really because of Steph, mostly because she made me and she was my <laughs> boss. Um, and I think that's how sometimes I feel like a lot of us get involved is because someone was like, oh, yeah, come do this. It'll be fun. Just do it one time. <laughs> one meeting. So they trick you. Um, First and then free. we all drink the Kool-Aid spiked with vodka or whatever if you're choosing. And we say, oh, this could be fun. Yeah. But I mean, it could be. It is now, yeah, we're right at about four years of oh, wow. a, little, a little something of everything, but it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but Ato Amarillo, when was it voted in? Was it voted in in 2020? It was, was actually, yes. Yeah, so it was technically voted in in 2020, right? Um, yeah. but we didn't officially kick off until 2021. Mm-hmm. Which was, at, um, but you were at... at uh, we were a club, yeah, but yeah. we just—it was oh gosh—we were voted in in the June meeting. Yeah. We were is that a national? Yeah, we yeah, were voted in America, at the June yeah. meetings in 2020, um, which was virtual, which was so much fun. Yeah, um, it was an experience. But um, we knew that we weren't really going to be able to host anything or any sort of events or. Um, we didn't really have enough clout to be able to host any virtual events because yeah. we weren't really an established club yet. And so we really took that time to um, kind of get situated and work with our AAF partners and really work on what we needed to to build a really strong foundation. And then we officially kicked off in April of last year. Yeah, wow. Well, that's it's amazing that you started it in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, it was fun. It was so much fun. Yeah, it I was bet. a lot of phone calls all the time. <laughs> but I'm glad that you, you know, very lucky of you to have your boss was involved with the club. Uh, and it's nice to see her kind of passing on to the next generation the knowledge and uh, the benefits of it, right? No, definitely. She, she really, really pushed. Um, for me to be on it and um actually one of her one of her people that um her name's anna she took my job when i left um she just joined her board this year and so so steph has still continued to be really supportive of involvement not only just at a club level but at a at a board level that's awesome so you recently became the ad to representative for district 10 uh, could you talk a little bit about what all the add to representative title entails? Sure. It's actually a really unique position. Um, add to or District 10 through AF District 10 is the only district that has an add to representative that sits on their executive committee, which I think really speaks highly of District 10 and the fact that they want to be supportive of their ad twos and of their young professionals in the market. Um, as a mega district, you can tell um, because we have six out of the 19 clubs. I say six very loosely. Um, Fort Worth will be <laughs> voted in um, in November, ideally. Um, but 
five and a half right now um, out of the 19 (laughs) clubs that are total. Almost 30%. So you can really see that, gosh, a third third of Ad 2 sits in District 10. And so with that, they need the support from the district. So um, really my job is to, to be their voice to district leadership just because at the end of the day, Ad 2s experience things a little bit differently than um, the AAS clubs do. And so just helping the district leadership say and being able to say, hey, this is how they're feeling. This is experiences they're going through. These are struggles that they might be going through that senior clubs don't see. I took this from Erica, who is is an Add to Houston person. So y'all love her, we know. Oh, absolutely. You can listen to <laughs> our conversation with Erica, episode two. Thank you. Yes, I have actually. <laughs> and so she um, she really started all of this of like, hey, the Add Twos need voice. The Add Twos need to be heard. Um, of of being able to say, um, here's what they're thinking, and and really giving us. I guess a comfort, uh, not a safe space, but a space of someone who understands, who has been an ad to, who is currently an ad to, just because um, not any, not everyone's been there, because not all of the 19 district clubs have ad twos. So it it really does bring a different perspective. And then I know that I don't know everything, and so. I, I'm never here to say, oh, here's what you should be doing with your club or here's what best practice is, but I am able to say, oh, okay, what resources do you need? I know that such and such club has this resource or I know that this senior club has used this type of program or this type of um, event before. And so kind of just connecting the dots and bringing everyone together is is one of my favorite parts of it. We start one-on-ones next week. And so it also really lets me see, hey, here's what the clubs are doing this week. Here's what here's what all of our clubs are looking forward to or um, something that they are working on that they're really excited to announce once it's up. So um, I'm just really excited to be able to get to hear from all of the ad twos and help Fort Worth really get off the ground. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds amazing. Um, you know, Erica did such a great job representing us, and I'm happy that you are the one representing the club now at the district level. I couldn't think of anyone better. So, you know, thank you for taking on that big responsibility. <laughs> when I talked to Crystal about it, I once upon a time I had this really cute um, plan of how my next couple of years in in the AAS would go. Um, None of that's happened. I've thrown essentially <laughs> all of it out the window. When I talked to Crystal about it, I just said, oh, you know, I, I've i only been president for, you know, the one year, and I don't really know, and and I don't know if I would be the best. And I, I just really need to talk to Erica. When I talked to Erica about it, um, she was really able to give me the perspective of this. this person does not have to be the absolute best that every single thing an ad to person does. Um, but you just have to care about all of the clubs enough to say, I want to be your voice and I want to stand up for you. And I want to make sure the ad twos are heard on a district level, which, and again, I, I cannot express the amount of support that the district gives ad twos. It's always really great to see that they're so supportive and that, 
they are they set aside district funds to give stipends to the district clubs every or to the add two clubs every year um, to help with travel because district tends a big place. <laughs> and coming from Amarillo, um, just about everything is far away. Um, and so it's always really great to say, hey, hey, clubs, we know that travel's expensive. Travel's one of the most expensive parts of being in this club. We as the district really want to help with that. Yeah, no, it, it's great. And yeah, definitely the club does a lot of a lot for this, um, the smaller are two clubs. So you are in Amarillo, which is, you know, not the big city compared to some of the other two clubs like Dallas, uh, Houston. Sure. And far away. <laughs> and way out there. I don't think I've ever been we're, to Amarillo. We're pretty far away from anything. Funny enough, mm-hmm. I've never been to Amarillo. I have been to Canyon. So I don't know if I would have driven through Amarillo, but I don't remember that. Uh, but you do, you do live in a small market. What would you say are some of the advantages and disadvantages that come with that as a club? Sure. So um, Amarillo is around 200,000 people. Canyon, which is uh, where I, I live technically, um, is about 16,000 people. So, you know, we're, we're a really big city. <laughs> so many people went to my high school. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but uh, Canyon is where the university is. And so we're... Yeah. We as Add to Amarillo are pretty involved with the Canyon people, um, just because that's where all the all the graduates were coming out of. I will say specifically, um, and I mentioned this earlier. Oh man, it's really about who you know here, mm-hmm. and everyone knows everyone, mm-hmm. um, and so it's really about relationships and yeah. being interconnected. One thing that I think is really unique about Amarillo um, and AAF Amarillo as a whole is it's very client side. So while Amarillo has a handful of agencies, we're extremely client side based. Um, so most of the people are the marketing directors of their um, organization instead of um, hmm. being in an agency and representing multiple orgs. Um and so I think that's a really cool part is just because we're all really there fighting for each other. Very few of us are competitors. And I think that also gives us a really, a really good sense of family of, hey, we're, we're all doing this. We're all struggling through, you know, it's gala season. It's not gala season <laughs> right now, but in the spring, it's always gala oh, yeah. season. So mm-hmm. all of the nonprofits are, um, are fighting for this one season of of giving and of things that we struggle with kind of as a community. But um, one thing that I love that Amarillo does is that it really looks out for its own. And so you, if you work here and if you love it here and if you give back both in time and um, in volunteerism through things like AAS, um, the community gives back to you um, and it really fights for you. And man, if I've seen people, we, we call it the job shuffle every once in a while of, oh, okay, well I left here and this person was looking for a new job. So she went to my job and <laughs> that person was looking for a new job. And so she went to that job. Yeah. Um, because there aren't that many jobs around here. And that's kind of the disadvantage is that, 
Um, Amarillo is pretty small. There are only so many places that need marketing coordinators or marketing directors or video producers or um, social media specialists. There are only so many places. There are only so many companies. And so kind of at the end of the day, we're all fighting for the same jobs. And so once you love it, you kind of stay where you're at and you you build your network and you build um, kind of what, what you've been waiting for. Um, but I love my job. I love what I do. Um, I've loved all of the jobs I've had in Amarillo. And it really is, it's a really, really tight-knit place of, I know at the end of the day, if I needed any sort of resource, I could text my AAF and my Ad2 friends and I could say, hey, I'm looking for XYZ. I'm looking for a video guy. I'm looking for someone who can print this very specific thing and everyone will say oh my gosh i've got your guy he's local that's everyone's favorite thing to say is oh he's local (laughs) um we are kind of in the middle of nowhere we are in the top 26 counties of texas so amarillo is the largest city in all top 26 by a lot (laughs) (laughs) next biggest city is lubbock so we we all really take care of ourselves up here no, I, that that's great because I mean I often am surprised by how small the marketing world really is. Uh, when you start meeting people who've been around for a little longer, and I'm like, and you just mention anyone that you might work with, and like they've worked with them at some point, and you're uh-huh. like, you know, there's like two million people living here. How is it that so many of you know each other? Uh, and so, yeah, so take that, but multiply it by about 10. Yeah, I can only imagine what it's like over there. My my favorite party line when I was still kind of getting my footing in my career is, hi, my name's Megan. I work with Stephanie Price. (laughs) And everyone would say, oh my God, we love Stephanie. Oh my gosh, Stephanie does just about everything. And it kind of got me in the door of a couple places and it kind of gave me my footing. And so now she and I get to work together on things and we collaborate with a lot of stuff. So... It's really cool kind of also moving from um, working for someone to working with someone. And that's kind of, I guess, the relationship of the AAF and Ad2 is, man, once we're out of college and we're establishing our careers, let's all work together. Let's do big projects. Let's do really cool things as a community or um, kind of as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, no, I um, I went to college at Texas Tech, so I'm pretty <laughs> familiar with uh Lubbock, and that was exactly my experience. It was a lot easier to make those connections just because the pond that you're in is a lot smaller. And it always amazed me, you know, just mentioning something to X professor in like this department and then across from like a completely different area. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, our kids are friends. So we hang out all the time. <laughs> so um, you touched a bit on this earlier, but you said that you founded Add to Amarillo not too long after you graduated college. So like what motivated you to make the decision that Amarillo needed a Add to program? I remember when Stephanie tells the story that when she joined AAF Amarillo, it was a bunch of people who owned their own agencies and were kind of in the later part of their careers and they were really established. And so what she did was she said, oh, okay, that's great please stay here and teach us. And so she kind of brought in, you know, the up and comers and the people who 
um, had already gotten their big jobs, but were just kind of starting in them. And so they were, they were, they'd already made it, but they were really early in that career. Um, and so when I walked in, I was 20 at the time, um, when I first started going to AAF meetings and AAF Amarillo is very unique in the sense that they meet twice a month. Um, and so I was walking into that room a lot. And even though I knew them, um, a lot of their programming wasn't very relevant to me because it was saying, um, okay, um, here's what, now that you have an established event, here's how you can build it, or here's how you can make it more profitable, or um, it was all, all of their programming, all of their programming was really focused on, hey, so, like, you've established your career, you're in the job you want to be in, let's make you better at that job, let's continue to build your education, Um, let's get you further. Um, and I love that about AAF Amarillo. And now that I'm a little more established, I really value those meetings. But when I was first still in college, I kind of looked at that and was like, okay, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. um, this is fun. And I like meeting everyone. But this this isn't really doing it for me. And so when I first heard about Ad 2 and about the bridge and the bridge. Um, really what spoke to me was the public service, I... I really went back and I looked at my group of people who I graduated with um, who wanted to stay in this area. A lot of what happens is that people graduate from WT um, and they leave and they say, okay, that was fun. I'm going to go to the Metroplex um, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to go to a city, literally anything bigger than Amarillo, um, and I'm going (laughs) to use all these skills. And so I really wanted to show people that you can stay in Amarillo and have a career. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a really big part of that is, is making the networking of ad to and saying, Hey, look, we're all here. Yeah. We're all doing this still. You don't have to leave and come back. You don't have to leave and, and leave for good. But also, like I said earlier, Amarillo, um, really looks after itself. Um, there are a ton, a ton, a ton of nonprofits around here. Um, oh. I worked at two of them. I volunteered at a handful of others. Um, yeah. but there's only so much money in this area. There are only so many resources. Um, and so the idea of something like public service where we could give back to some of those nonprofits who might not have the budget or who might not have the resources really, really made me think, Hey, you know, we've got the skills. We might as well be using them. So Amarillo has shockingly really accepted ad too, because they think, okay, cool. You want to, you want to come hang out and, and, and do more networking and, and show people that this area is good for young professionals. Yeah. By all means, go ahead. What do you need? And so it's really, it's really back to that, that smaller market of, Hey, there's only so many of us here. We need to know each other and we need to have really good relationships with each other. Um, because I can have your contact card, but if I don't know you and I just email you, that's not going to go as well as me texting you um, because we already did that one thing together or I was already, I saw you at my ad to event and we already have an established relationship. And so that was also really part of it is that I, I kind of already had my foot in the door and I already had 
am in through steps, but I knew that not everyone did. I know that there's only, there are only so many steps in Amarillo and that at the end of the day, it's really hard around here unless you know someone to, to get, to get that footing and, and to make those really clean relationships of, Hey, I'm not trying to cold call you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to start. I know so-and-so and we both now know so-and-so. And so we have something in common, yeah. but I think it's been going really well. I think that um, I was able to work with a board who was able to give me the backing of, oh, okay, let's get established. Let's That's kind of square one. Um, and now that we're established and now that we have more of a club, I think the board has a really big ideas, a really big that's good grouping of ideas for this next year of, oh, okay, now that we've gotten our footing and now that people know who we are, what are we going to do with that? So I think they're, they have a lot of really good ideas for the next couple of months. And so I'm excited to just be able to go to them and, and help a little bit just in the background now. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting, but in general, I, I wanted people to know that Amarillo is a place where you can stay and be successful. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I saw plenty of people um, at tech, like myself, I immediately left or hmm. you have the opposite problem. Yeah. People stick around and then they don't really know what to do next. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I can definitely see the advantage for people right out of college to have a resource to help them find like there there is a next step. Yeah, make those connections, right? That's what you need in this, in this industry. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, the I2 Club also shows that there's a space for young professionals because I think that's a lot of that's something that a lot of smaller markets don't understand. Uh, you're losing this talent, right? So you, there needs to be somewhere they can start to show them that there's a place for them. And I, I think what, what Amarillo is doing is great because they're building that. Uh, but I don't think a lot of the smaller markets are doing it, and I think they should really think about it. You talked about how your job is kind of what brought you into the club, right? Uh, working with Stephanie Price. So how do you feel now that you founded this I2 chapter and it's going great, you know, it has a solid footing. How do you think that's, how do you feel that's helped you in your professional life? I would say it's definitely given me a lot of the, a lot of the confidence that, well, I thought I had in my head. I never really said out loud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you get up in front of a group full of people at an event that you worked for a year and a half on and yeah. and you're in charge. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of gave me a lot of perspective of, oh, okay, no, I I am good at my job and, and I am moving in the right direction and I am doing the right thing. Yeah. And so I think that's really helped. And I think also, as silly as it is in my head, um, it has given me a little bit more clout, I think, of, hey, I I did this. I worked really hard at this, and I worked with a lot of people over a very long time to get this done. Um, and so that kind of shows dedication, and it definitely shows that if I'm going to do a project, then I'm going to follow through with it. And so I definitely think that at the end of the day, people see that when I say I'm going to do something, I, I mean it. I think that's been really great, but also in general, I think that 
and I, I say perspective a lot. I'm a, I'm a big picture type of person. And so it gave me the perspective of at the end of the day, um, we're only, I think I have to keep in mind that add two is a limited amount of time. Um, once you're 32, um, they they're kind of like, oh, okay, <laughs> go join your AAF. Um, and, and not saying that, you know, they kick you out, but that their focus is the young professionals. And I know that I had a lot of help when I was getting my footing around here. Um, like I said, I didn't really know anyone when I first moved up here. Um, and college really helped with that. But absolutely, I I now get to be the person that looking at this next round of graduates and saying, hey, I'm here to help. What can I do for you? How what resource do you need? Um, and and being able to say, hey, look, I built this club for you. Um, I built it for the next generation of students who are coming into Amarillo and potentially wanting to stay um, and wanting to to build this community more. You're the uh, director of communications for the city of Canyon. So what what all yeah. does that encompass? <laughs> What does it not encompass? That's uh, fair. <laughs> so, so um, I'm actually the first in my role. So um, they built this job. Um, oh, gosh. Um, about They opened the job probably about six or eight months before um, I ended up getting hired for it. Um, but mostly the last year, it's just been, um, I started in March of 2021. Um, and so really the last year has been establishing the department and really showing all the other departments what I can do for them and what I need out of them and moving forward what we'll be working on. But I guess big picture right now, I, I'm working on a strategic communications plan for the city. Um, and that, that's internal, external and crisis communications. Um, in the city, you never know what's going to happen. Um, anything can happen really at any time, but I also help run our social channels. Um, I work a lot in emergency communications. We just redesigned our website that launched on Friday. (laughs) That's been a super fun year long project. Um, but Really, my job is is to ensure that there's transparency of communication um, between what's going on with with our city staff and what the public sees. So um, we're public servants. Um, that's such a silly thing to say sometimes, but our our job is to be there for the public. Our job is to to serve the public. Um, there's no money in it. There's no um, you know business goals that we're trying to meet. It's really that um, what I do is is getting the communications out and getting getting the word out and, and listening. That's one of the biggest things that, that we have to do kind of as communicators is, is listen. Um, because at the end of the day, what we do is for the public. So if I'm not listening to them, how can I know what they want? Yeah, no, that's uh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm glad that it is people like you working in government, right? They say, mm-hmm. uh, if you work for the city or anything, right, you, you need to know that you are there to work for the community. Exactly. Right? Not the other way around. 
Um, all right, so now you've been involved with that too at the local level and the district level, of course. So what advice do you have for anyone looking to get involved? I would definitely say um, make sure you have the time for it. That is, that's one of the biggest things I want to say. Make sure you have the passion. Everyone has the passion. Um, make sure you have, you've got the time um, because the time is, is a really big part of it. And one thing that I really like to stress, especially with the Add to board, um, is make sure you're transparent with your with your employer about it. Um, at the end of the day, they see a benefit in it. They are getting a better leader out of it. They're getting um, a more resourceful and a more knowledgeable um, employee out of it. Um, but they do, they will see that sometimes you are thinking about add to in <laughs> the middle of a meeting or sometimes um, it's event day and you have to leave a little bit early. I would definitely say just be transparent and then um, know that at the end of it, you'll see a really, you'll get to look back on your year and say, wow, like this is what I got to do. These are all the things I got to be a part of. Um, but, but really to just live in the moment, I'm really bad about that. Um, I'm already thinking about kind of what next year is going to look like that kind of in part is because my job, we're always about six to eight months out planning wise, but really to just, if you're in an event, if you're at a networking, um, cocktail hour or anything like that, if you are doing, you know, something like uh, like the 32 under 32s or anything like that, um, kind of be in it when you're there um, and volunteer for the small things because that's that's what has to get done at the end of the day. Um, I'm not a person that likes to be on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me as far away from the stage as possible. But that's kind of where half the fun is, is behind the stage getting to do all the little stuff. Um, so always look for those little roles too. Yeah, no, that's that's great because there there's just so much to be done, right? You don't have to be a board member. You don't even have to be a committee member. Like there's yeah. ways to to be involved. You know, we we have a public service team, obviously too, and we have some members who just want to be part of that, and that's yeah. fine too, right? There's dozens of ways, like, millions of ways to get involved uh, with the club. Any but, sort of involvement is a net positive, yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's no downside to it. I mean, other than like you might not have time for some things, but you kind of have to. Nobody has enough yeah, time for everything. That's true, too. But you, I think it makes sense. Yeah, make sure you have the time for it because mm -hmm. you're going to have to give that, right? But see it as an investment. I mean, you're going to become a better leader. You're going to become better at what you do. You know, you're going to make con connections. So that's all a net positive. Like you said. Absolutely. So networking is always ever important in any sort of communications advertising field. So can you talk about how having a local Ad2 chapter has helped uh, young professionals network? So what Ad2 Amarillo does is that in our Slack channel, we have a jobs chat. And so anytime um, either we hear about a job, we see a job, posted by a friend on LinkedIn, um, it's mentioned in AAS meetings, anything like that, we just send it in there. Um, that doesn't mean that everyone who's in that 
Slack channels looking for a job, but they might know someone who's looking for a job. Um, and just recently, one of our newer Ad2 members um, got an internship with one of our more seasoned Ad2 members. And so oh, wow. I'm not saying it's because of Ad2. I have absolutely no proof of that, but I like to think it that it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's really cool even that if that was one of the reasons she saw it or if she saw it and said, oh my gosh, I know who this person is. We work together on such and such event already. And so I already know that we work well together. And so it's really about that relationship building and being able to say, hey, I know that you as an agency, you as um, an organization um, submitted for Addies in the past year. Um, we'd love to, I'd love to be a part of that. I'd love to be a part of your team that submits. Um, or I've seen your work and I know what it's like. And so um, AAF and Ad2 really give talking points to, to newer professionals um, who don't always know how to go up to someone and say, hey, let's start a conversation. Um, but it gives really comfortable talking points of um, kind of a, a base ground um, and an easy way to say, I know you, I saw you at this event, I saw you at this luncheon. But also what I love telling um, our college students when we go talk to college classes is um, at the end of the day, um, your AAS and your Ad2 are, local, are bigger than your local market. So I know that if I ever, for some strange reason, love y'all, if I ever wanted to move to Houston, (laughs) (laughs) I know that I can call up my Ad2 Houston and AF Houston friends and say, hey, I'm moving. Um, Do you know anyone who's looking? Do you know anyone who um, might know who's looking? Or um, it really builds that larger network because that's kind of the point of AAS and Ad2 is that it is grassroots and it is all across the nation. And if you want to go to a Metroplex or if you want to go somewhere like Amarillo and you say, I was involved in AAS and Ad2, I was part of NSAC, I was on my public service presentation team, um, that already gives you a really strong footing and people already know um, that you love this industry and that you you want to know more and you want to continue growing your education. And so I definitely think that it's a really good base for conversation and it's a really good way for people to connect, not only in their local districts. Yeah, I know. Uh, Expanding your network beyond what you is. can even do yeah. in person is really important. Beyond, I get that. beyond your city, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, I, I love that story about an Ad2 member going to work for another one because uh, in our club recently, one of our members just got another job that they heard about through another one of our members. Uh-huh. So, you know, I, I, I like to think again, too, that, I mean, obviously, this person got that job because of their skills, but the reason they knew that was an opening. <laughs> they got the job because they're good. Yeah, but, but they wouldn't have heard about had, it. You know, uh, 1% of them knowing about it. Yeah, exactly. Then then that's kind of the point. Yeah, you know, it, it's those, those very strong connections. And, you know, I, I, I've i been lucky enough to attend some of our national events and I have connections in, you know, Colorado and, uh, you know, Tampa and 
Madison. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, everywhere, right? Uh, so that that's fantastic. And I mean, what, even if you're not looking for a job, if you're going on vacation somewhere and you just happen to know someone from that too, you can ask them to hang out. They'll show you around. You know, that's that's a beauty. I was of it. in I was in Fort Worth for a training, and I ended up going to drinks and dinner with the Fort Worth people and with Rosa from Add Two Dallas. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's um, fantastic. And I loved it. That was part of my fav- That was one of my favorite parts was getting to see them and just getting to talk, not not just about Add Two, but what's going on in our lives and what's yeah, going on exactly. in our jobs and yeah, it, and it really definitely... does build your network bigger than what you think it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was in LA a few years ago, uh, and I. Uh, met up with someone that I met through a two, right? Who mm-hmm. with an two that doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. Uh, but she lived around the area, and she met us, and you know we had a good time. So you know, if nothing else, you're building great relationships too, and more so than just jobs, you know, more so than just connections, uh, yeah. but like actual friendships. Megan, that's I think that's all the questions that we have today. We really, really appreciate you joining us, uh, and you know taking the time to come talk to us on a Sunday. But before we go, um, you know, where can people find you? Are you on LinkedIn, maybe social media? Sure. Um, so definitely find me on LinkedIn. It's just Megan Nelson. You'll see the, the big City of Canyon logo on my, um, <laughs> on my profile. So definitely connect with me on LinkedIn or follow the district and add to Amarillo pages to see what we're up to. Oh, uh, yeah. Make sure yeah, you guys check out. The Add to Amarillo Instagram page is pretty hot. <laughs> they have some awesome videos. I don't know who in your team is doing the videos, but they are fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm i still trying to convince him to be a board member. <laughs> 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 but, um, no, he does really great video work. Yeah. So it's amazing. It's been great. Check him out. All right. Well, uh, Megan, thank you so much again. This has been fantastic, and we hope to see you again soon. Of course. I am sure I'll see y'all sometime soon. Thanks right. for chatting. Thank you. Have a good one. Of course. Bye, y'all. Hey, before we leave, don't forget about this year's American Advertising Federation Houston Student Conference. We are back in person better than ever. Join us Friday, November 4th, and Saturday, November 5th, for this nationally recognized student-focused event. College students from District 10 compete in an advertising competition solving a real client's advertising challenge. Then spend Saturday meeting with and learning from professionals from prominent regional agencies and brands. Once again, that is November 4th and 5th at Doubletree by Hilton in Greenway Plaza. Check out their Facebook for details on how to register for this incredible competition. Thanks. It's time to start getting excited for the American Advertising Awards. Join AAF Houston this Thursday, October 6th from 6 to 9 p.m. at LaGrange for the American Advertising Awards Houston kickoff party. We can't wait to see you there. One more thing. I just wanted to let you know that we are bringing back the Add to Houston Bold Your Ads Off competition. Get your team ready and face off with your fellow amigos on October 27th from 6.30 to 9.30 at the University of Houston Games Room. We also have a few extra activities like our paint decorating auction and a costume contest. Can't wait to see you there. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. 
Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals aged 32 and under who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an Admigo, join us at, at the number 2 houstoncom You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at, at the number 2 Houston. Thank you for listening.